2: Chumba Casino. dot com. No purchase Forward, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: The FCB Radio Network, where real talk lives.
4: Mm, mm, mm. Necessary rough when I bust into your zones. Microphones like get crushed out. I, I break the sucker down with dust. I, I, do, what I, I do what the must. We what the rush.
2: Hey, yo, welcome to Necessary Roughness. This is Eric E. Will Williams alongside Christy Maggard. Hey, hey. And from the long lost land of FarmersOnly.com, <laughs> CJ Cobb has joined us with his presence. You don't have to be lonely <laughs> at FarmersOnly.com. That was
3: impromptu, too. We need a record deal. Right off that. Right off that. Nope. And as
2: you hear him laughing over there, we got Darvio the King Camaro from the Outlaws Radio Show.
3: I don't
4: even know how to find of that. Like, that
2: was... <laughs> you know, and I almost saved him for last. That would have been perfect if we had done <laughs> that last. <laughs> well, since we haven't heard from you in a while, CJ, how have you been since the last time you were here in the studio?
3: Well, my cholesterol's up. Uh, <laughs> well, then. Blood wow. blood pressure is up there as well. Good uh, for you.
0: Going to the doctor. Look at you all <laughs> adulting and whatnot. Hashtag old age.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but everything's, everything's going real good, man. I, I feel blessed. Uh, I'm actually finishing up school, pretty much done. I got a couple of big projects I got to get turned in. And then we got graduation in about a week. It ooh, ha- happened ooh. fast. So. Yeah. so now I'm uh, officially free to be on the show every Tuesday uh, yes, sir. when the office is here and when I can get here.
2: <laughs> without having
3: to call me.
0: Without getting lost. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just don't understand. You've been in Cleveland for how long now? You see, I've told you this before, man. I'm a traveler. I've been Cleveland, (laughs) Chicago, Florida, China, Canada. You know, I'm all over the place. So it's hard hard to keep all that stuff up here. So it just all blends together. I have a great memory. You know, just like the the, the guy in the office says, he has a great memory, but sometimes players mess up.
0: (laughs) I mean, you could just
2: chalk it up as you have some disease. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimers.
0: I mean, to be perfectly honest, like, I'm from Toledo, and whenever I go back home to, you know, my parents and see my family and stuff like that, sometimes I'm like, okay, remind me one more time, how do I get there again? But I grew up there. You know what a city
2: is? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> <Shh>. yes <laughs> i feel like christy just almost got bleeped <laughs> <laughs> no
0: no i was telling you to sh- be quiet crush <laughs> your mouth i didn't know you knew
2: there were places that didn't have horse-drawn carriages
0: <laughs> i'm from a place that doesn't have a horse or doesn't have horse-drawn carriages but yeah i'm from the burbs i like sidewalks I do. We moved to the country because that's my husband's thing. Okay. So,
2: since you're speaking, Christy, how are oh.
4: you? <laughs> yeah, you forgot to ask that.
0: I no, no, he didn't forget. He just asked me yeah. just now. Look good. at you
3: covering up
4: on
0: those I didn't cover anything.
3: anything. <laughs> it's because
0: I forgot the brownies this week.
3: You did forget the brownies, and I thought I, I explicitly did. said in my contract, when I appear on the show, the brownies <laughs> are supposed to be present. No questions asked In her
2: defense How was she supposed to know When you were Or were not going to be in the studio That is not
3: That sounds like a her problem Not a my problem
0: Communication (laughs) is key Damn it! I actually didn't know You were going to be here today Until I got here Neither
2: did I Until he called me
3: Well I let Darvio know He's supposed to relay my messages
2: (laughs) Do you realize Who you just
4: referenced
2: (laughs) Darvio takes your messages The one who you called For directions And he didn't answer your call
3: I didn't even know he called
2: (laughs) Right Exactly (laughs) But <laughs> That's <any> true. <laughs> yo, At yo, least you made it here safely
3: right. I did, I did. Your,
2: Courtesy of yours, true. Well,
3: I made it here safely My truck almost didn't With all the holes and stuff in the road Oh, it's awful oh, oh, damn. This It's awful, bad, it's Terrible So That's
2: this street really right bad. here next to the studio You gotta drive on the wrong side of the road Yes <laughs> Yeah, you do And it's yes. still not good Well, I right.
3: would've done that But the cops are literally right in front of me So Oh, oh yeah, and you know, you, you know, know how, you you
2: didn't want to get DWB,
3: right? D- we know how it goes. <laughs> they put two cuffs on me, just so you know. It's always two cuffs. <laughs> oh, I don't even geez. get asked, you know, step out of the car. It's just right out of the car, cuffed. It's <laughs> no words. <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> so back to
4: Christie's day. Um, we're weak. <laughs> or weak. Well,
0: you know, my day could have been worse, but it could, you know, it's it was all right. We we survived, and the reason that I forgot brownies all about it was because. I was picking up my daughters from school, and as m- most people who listen to the show know, one of my children has cerebral palsy, CP, so um, right. she's got a little walker. It's like a, so you know like the old people walkers that are like out in front of them? Mm-hmm. It's called a reverse walker. It goes behind little kids, and it has little wheels on it, and so she walks out of school, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and she like stopped walking, like didn't get all the way to the car, and I'm like, come on, come on, come on, and I'm like, all right, fine, I'll just get you out. Well, usually I pick her up and the walker up. I throw the walker in the back and then I put Haley in the car. Well, since it wasn't close to the car, I left it there. So I accidentally left her walker at school. Oh. <laughs> there was—I was going. I put her in her car seat and then I saw a wasp, and all the windows were open. And Ooh. I didn't want myself to get stung or my kids. So I'm like, I better get in and drive away real quick.
4: I hate those things. Yeah, I
0: just—I just left her walker there. So when I got the kids home, I got them all out of the car. I come in. I'm starting to clean up the kitchen, and I get a text from the teacher: "Hey, you left Ailey's walker at school. If you want to come back and get it, Mm. and I'm like, normally I would just been like, we'll get it tomorrow at school, but she has therapy tomorrow before school, so so I have have to have it. it. Yeah. So I mean,
4: normally, so you've done this before?
0: Well, no, like if. Well, I didn't wonder <laughs> <laughs> She was trying to cover up their. Uh... Well, what I meant when I said that was like like normally on any other day, whatever. If it if it wasn't that big of a deal, but since we have therapy, um, I had to go get it. So that chalked up like twenty five extra minutes because I had to put the girls back in the car, all three of them.
4: And go back right, to back civilization.
0: To what, no, it's, no, it's in the middle of a cornfield. It's not civilization. Oh but it's like seven years Even the school away.
4: is in a cornfield.
0: Oh, everything is. Yeah. yeah. So
3: is this like a big trip for you to come towards the city? <laughs> it's like an hour and a half. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a big vacation. I used to right? ask these it's guys. a staycation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I almost always stop off in Berea, my old stomping grounds from when I worked with the Browns. And I'd go there to that go. Starbucks there. And I'd get a Starbucks on my way in because there's not like a good one where. I am. did
4: y'all notice that humble brag right there yeah like to stop at my old stomping grounds old Just stomp. back when i worked at the browns I, used
0: to, I stayed like right right at the um off the exit like on 71 if you get off at the berea exit they housed us like right off of there so wow. i was when i come up here i always drive by the hotel i wave i'm like hey <laughs> it was very nice staying there m- town I place sweet. <laughs> I, I do I miss people take me well, back please
3: yeah. imagine when she goes there she's like yeah back in my day <laughs> none all, of this oh my all gosh all this was trees I, seriously
0: <laughs> my dad does that all the time and I do I feel like my dad because I'm like none of this stuff was here that wasn't here and that wasn't yeah. here <laughs> so I do I, I feel very old right. <laughs> I am so she it's okay like, de-
4: it sounded very depressing she was like I feel very like old
3: like it was what? just dawning
4: on her speaking
2: that she- of <laughs> old Darvio how was your week ah. Ooh. Ooh.
4: <laughs> says the guy that's getting ready to join the 30 club
3: oh man yes. we'll get to that in a second how was your week sir
4: it was good man you know working as usual uh chilling so let's get it popping
2: all right that was kind of lame Just i ain't got <laughs> much i
4: don't have much for, this week for those of you that uh don't
2: listen to the week. outlaws radio show that was like a jessica hi how are you
3: Right. Yeah, I, I don't have much this week. What are I'm you a being, rapper right? or something? Yeah, you know, I'm just here chilling. You know, I'm saying, let's get it popping.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, always behind them sunglasses. <laughs> right.
3: Oh yeah, CJ got jokes on my Instagram. Do you know he actually has eyes? (laughs) I had no idea, no clue. He actually has human eyeballs. I have
2: like (laughs) eight years of knowing him, man. What?
4: (laughs) Yeah, I put out a a TBT picture last week, yeah, and my eyes were showing. He gave us a
3: sneak peek of his eyes,
4: (laughs) (laughs) and then of of course CJ felt so obliged to say on my Instagram page, "Oh, you have eyes."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can't (laughs) expect anything less from this spell over here. That's
3: right. I bring the roughness to, de- to <laughs> yeah, that's de- necessary very roughness. roughness the I like what you did there. Yeah, you, you like what I did there? I like what you good. did there. That yeah, was, was there. Show, smooth. Show it on the checkbook. Copyright <laughs> <laughs> copyrighted. Don't try and steal that.
0: Hey, before we get into sports talk, I just want to wish all the moms out there Happy Mother's Day. Um, happy Mother's Day. Yes. Yeah, right. I am one, so I know how hard that you work, and I see you, and just keep doing what you're doing. Don't don't ever doubt yourself. We see you're doing you. A good job. Thank we you, see mama. you mama's- Thank
3: you, mama. Thank you, mama. She's on Facebook, too. So thank you, Mom. Oh, shout out. Shout out, out to CJ's mom. Shout, shout out, out to my all of mom. moms. If she sees Shout this, out to Mom Dukes. I don't know what? if she knows how to watch Facebook Live. But if you're watching this, Mom... <laughs> Happy Mother's Day in advance, because you know my memory is bad, and I'll probably forget until I send you the card after Mother's Day. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> well,
2: and, and speaking of Mother's Day, and what Darvio referenced a few seconds ago, Sunday, which is Mother's Day, is also my birthday. Yes. I will yeah. be finally hitting that dirty 30, so mm-hmm. this is my last episode dirty of 30. Necessary Roughness where I'm in my 20s. So young. <laughs> so young.
3: I just So don't when matter. we come back I, next I, week, I'll be in the 30 threshold. club. I'll be That's, old like
2: Darvio.
4: You. <laughs> That's right. CJ just crossed over the I'm ignoring you. <laughs> CJ just crossed the just 30, me. the 30 uh
3: threshold as well.
4: So.
0: When was your birthday?
3: March twenty-fourth.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, a little bit ago. Was probably before you Easter accepted my one, friend re- friend, friend right request man. on Facebook. It was
2: like the day that was either Easter or the day before, because that was the day of the uh <laughs> three yeah. no. yeah,
4: hundred yeah. Yeah, yeah, Christy clearly felt some type of way <laughs> that you didn't know.
3: Shots, Easter so was
0: right. on April first, so if his birthday was on the twenty fourth. 24th. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it Easter. was on April 1st. Mm-hmm. I'm a- tripping. April Fool's Easter. And, and
4: since you brought it up, why did it take you so long to add
3: your co host to your
4: Facebook
0: Thank you.
3: Page? <laughs> Thank oh, you. Oh, oh, That's a question Ooh, get that I'm actually so glad that you asked. <laughs> <laughs> because it all started. Because you accidentally <laughs> a logged on to farmersonly.com. But why don't you go ahead and tell the story? So, anyway, Chris, so you must know, I. I was volunteering at a disabled puppies <laughs> shelter. And they so don't have internet there. Was. Sure. You know, they don't have internet there. And I spend a lot of time there. And <laughs> the puppies. It, I'm sorry that I <laughs> the, was not able to. The wheelchair you. puppies
0: need me. I, was, I, was,
3: I just wasn't able to accept a friend request at that time because I was knee deep in poor handicapped puppies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Puppies' lives (laughs) matter. He's working so hard right now. Special (laughs) needs (laughs) puppies.
4: He's been planning this from the moment he added (laughs) you on Facebook. I love how I snuck that in, by the way. All up here.
0: I can't remember Mother's Day, but I can remember a made-up story. Wow, shots fired. (laughs) Put on your sunscreen, because everybody's getting burnt.
3: (laughs) I'll have you know that I've bought my mom a card like two weeks in advance. Now, I'm just saying... I just may forget because I spend so much time at that <laughs> <He> disabled <laughs> puppy's home. He may forget to send it. I may forget to send it on time. I got you. So I'm just I'm preemptively sure. getting in apologizing. It out there. Exactly. <laughs> just in case. Cuz I just know in case. I'm gonna forget. It's the thought that counts is what they always say anyway. That is true.
4: And that to be perfectly
0: true. honest, if, if even if you didn't buy her a card, if you just called your mom, that would be enough.
4: Yeah, she would love that. I she call would love my mom that sometimes, sometimes.
0: Yep, yep, you should sometimes just so that she knows you're alive. I'm just to, saying. Rem- to remind her that you love her. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, there's also that.
4: There's also that.
0: <laughs> In addition to the "Hey mom, I'm alive," <laughs> you know, it's always good to know. <laughs> you know who else needs to have
2: a call? What? The Raptors should have been called reminded Mm -hmm. that they were in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Oh. (laughs) Oh, No,
4: they should have been called to be be reminded that they were basketball players.
2: Yeah, you know. So at at the time of uh, the show being taped, uh, last night, the Cleveland Cavaliers, our Cleveland Cavaliers, swept. Yes, let me say that again. Swept the baby dinosaurs. I mean, the Toronto Raptors. (laughs) The baby dinosaurs. Oh, Oh, man.
3: do Do you hear all this shade? Would you say it to one of their faces? I would. Why he, not? He would. You know they're taller than you. <laughs>
2: That's all right. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Just remember that, CJ.
3: <laughs> what about their bank accounts? Their bank account will falling anytime soon. That's all right.
2: That's true. And they you probably got you a bunch of guards, You just too. asked me if I'd say it to their face. You
3: know, you know what, though? And when I was at the gym this morning, a guy asked me, he's like, what do you think about that? They're going home. They're all sad and depressed. I was like, sad about what? You get to go home to your beautiful model girlfriend and <laughs> your million-dollar mansion home driving your Audi? You know, 2018 Audi. Right. What
2: a, what a <laughs> way DeMar DeRozan course. played. He wasn't going home to nothing. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm telling you, put on
0: that 35 SPF. He, Everybody's he, getting burnt.
4: He choked, man. He, he completely choked.
2: I mean, just like the whole team choked. Mm. Like, they
4: didn't even show up for the series at all. Well, it, they showed up for game one, and then they choked at the end. They showed up for game three, and... And then they choked at the end. What well, was it game but, one or
2: was it game two when Valanchunas at the end was trying to put the? Uh,
4: oh, when he missed forty five shots at, under the rim. Yeah, <laughs> You counted. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. It was hard to miss it. Like and it then, was bad. And then
0: the announcer was like, "There was a lid on the basket." <laughs> there were some. I mean, they went in for dunks and missed. I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing. But
4: you usually see that like three or four times a season well, where yeah. someone misses a blatant like. Dunk like that, Speaking but they of, missed it like four times. Wasn't that yeah. last night
2: we were watching Game Seven, and they you mean
4: t- Game Four? It didn't make it to Seven. You
3: said seven? I, well, you know what I mean. Like. Game Four. <laughs> you know he can't count. <laughs>
2: One,
4: two, three, four, <laughs> five. The last game in the series. <laughs> the last last put game in the series. Out there, man, All right?
2: Man, my bad. Uh, game Four, when the dude went to open and he missed the dunk.
4: He missed. Yeah, he missed the alley oop dunk. It was like it was ridiculous, man. Like it was. I almost felt embarrassed for Toronto.
2: I feel embarrassed thing. like a big bag of stupid right now for saying game seven. <laughs> yeah, it's
4: like, you know you they should.
2: Can, well, You should. You know what they make it to See, what
0: had happened was the tiny dinosaurs didn't score as many Ooh. points Ooh. as the Cavaliers, yeah. so that's what happened that's there. generally
3: what happens in most athletic competitions. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now, could you? <laughs> that was good. Unless you swimming. Now, real quick before we go to break,
0: there See, are points in swimming. Uh, Don't start. I you actually, shut your mouth. That's
4: a hot button. You shut your that's mouth you to
2: me.
3: You
0: guys here we <laughs> go.
3: Here we go.
4: <laughs> we got to go to break. We'll be back here on Necessary Rockness. I'll ask my question after the break. Yo, this is the Kingpin.
0: Jessica Lavish.
4: And Eric E. Will Williams from the Outlaws Radio Show. Telling y'all to make sure that you go download the brand new FCBRadio.com app for Android and iPhone. It's free. You get to hear the Outlaws radio show. You get to hear the dopest entertainment segment in the world called Lifestyles of the Rich and Lavish. And you get to hear the dopest sports show on the planet called Necessary Roughness Radio. And of course views from the 216, the hottest political show around along with the other hottest political show around the Todd Allen show and all All of our other programs and our radio station, Vibe by FCB. So make sure that you go check that out. It's free, y'all. So you ain't got no reason not to get it. No excuses. FCBradio.com.
2: Hey, yo. Welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. And don't forget to download the new FCBradio.com app via the App Store on iPhones and the Google Play Store on the Androids. Totally free you can check out other shows on FCB Radio Network like the Outlaws Radio Show, the Jeff Brown show, the Todd Allen Show, uh, views from the 216. And of course, necessary roughness. That's right. And you can check out Vibe, which plays eighties and nineties hip hop, and Uptown, which plays R and B.
3: That's right. Whoop, whoop. You should let me be like a commercial voice on that. You're not listening to the Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was pretty That, that, was, really was. that was pretty good. Excellent. And yes. during
2: the break, he's gonna Harry be recording Smith. that. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm
3: gonna head back to the Ohio Media School, get in the studio, I'm gonna record you all kinds of production and stuff like that. Hey, as much plug as they're getting, they need to be paying. Need,
4: we need to reach out to them. To, yes, yes, we need to get a sponsorship from if we, them.
2: Bro, if we can get a sponsorship from them, I would die.
3: It would be awesome. It would
2: be hilarious. It would
3: be absolutely awesome. You need to make that happen. You promise? <laughs> you, know, you want me to die though? Oh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just, Damn. Oh, I, here's the thing about what I just said. There, I thought about I was like, is that too far? And then I think about all the stuff that's been said. <laughs> nah. I remember that next time you nah. need directions <laughs> to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, brother, why you gotta bring up the past like that? Hey, why you bringing up old stuff? <laughs> bring up old stuff <laughs> that <laughs> happened like one hour ago. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I'm in the now, brother. I'm in the now.
2: <laughs> well, wait. Let's go back to speaking of the now. Let's go back to what was. Said before the uh, break, swimming actually has points.
4: Oh, why are yes. you doing? Like, I'm whoa,
2: no, I'm not trying to be whoa. silly here. I'm being legit now. Like I actually, yes. I cracked it as a joke, but then she, bro, she I, lost. I wish it. y'all could have seen the look in her face. I saw she lost her,
4: her ish. Like I thought she was about to hurt you.
2: Our pastor would have had to do like an exorcism or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so not. Not in the Olympics, because it's individualized in the Olympics because it just comes down to time right if you that's what I thought if you so go on. right well in so like in high school and college, it's a team sport, and so as a combined effort for every you know first, second, third place you get, you score points, so the most points obviously are first place and second most second place and third, and so then the team who accumulates the most points wins
3: so it was like track kind of. Um, Isn't isn't that how track works?
0: I think track is a little bit no. Well, because (laughs) but you also have the field aspect of track, so it's more a little bit more individualized than than swimming. Because also, well, you do have you have swimming and diving, which is scored, and the points from the score help you're the Overall. swim team i'm not diving, yes. i'm doing cannonballs but yeah no <laughs> <laughs> i
4: i'm black i don't know how to swim you
0: no, I I <laughs>
3: know how to float really well <laughs> right <laughs>
4: That's one of the it.
0: fastest swimmers i ever saw was mount union black kid just saying he was like one of the three, best like four backstrokes and he was across the pool that was i was the like best, i don't even know what happened that was the
4: best black swimmer that we've ever seen and like counting the other five
0: (laughs) there are some they do exist
4: like 10 of them and they all live in your city
0: moving on Oh my God.
2: So in the last segment, we were talking basketball. We're going to get right back to that. Yes,
4: thank you very so much.
2: Obviously, uh, we talk, so obviously, we referenced how the Cavs swept the baby dinosaurs. The baby
4: dinosaurs, Ooh, right. Boy. So I had a and, question. And Lebronto. Right, in Lebronto. That was really disrespectful. Yes. That ESPN said that, that Mark Jones from ESPN called it Lebronto.
3: Do you, do you see the uh, the memes with, like, Drake? The yes. God's plan was it? God's
1: plan? Yeah, was, it's bronze plan. Bronze <laughs> plan. So disrespectful.
3: <laughs> bronze plan. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so now let me ask you because I was going to ask you a question before he derailed it with the freaking uh, swimming thing. <laughs> uh, um, when you're playing a an elimination game, now obviously when you're in the playoffs in football, it's a little different because every game is is basically an elimination game. Win or go home. Right. What does it mean when a team knows that this is win or go home and you just wet the bed like that? what What does that say about that team's confidence, their psyche, everything?
3: At first, really, man, that's that's it's, it's 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 like a gut punch, you know, to the guys on that team because you work so hard to get to that point and then to go out like that, you you just know it shouldn't have gone down like that, but it's almost like a feeling of Uh, helplessness because you're looking at the clock clock's winding down you're starting to work it out in your head there's no way we can come back there's no way you know we can we can get back into this thing and this is the last game so it's over now we got to go home they're about to go celebrate you know they're in front of their home fans the fans are going nuts they're You know, probably calling you all kinds of names and (laughs) losers, and you know, I've been a part of, I've been on that losing end, and that sucks. Right. Mm -hmm. That's that's just the only way I can really put it. It just sucks Mm -hmm. when you're on that on that side. But at the same time, you use that as motivation for the next season, or not even the next season, the off season. Now it's it's grind mode. You got to get back into it, man. You got to let that go, and you got to get back to your home court. Get back to practicing, practice the shots, dunks, technique stuff to kind of take your mind off that and get you back into okay, next year it's on. Have so.
4: you ever have you ever been in a situation where you felt like a team that you played against just had your number? Cuz it seems like in Toronto like the Cavs have a psychological advantage over Toronto. They they're always in their head. Yeah, they've beat them 3 times in a row now. They've swept them twice. <laughs> What kind of have you ever had that situation? First of all, where you just felt like a team had your number, and if you and if you had that, how do you break out of that mentally? Uh,
3: that that's something you just gotta have. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta have that, that edge that kind of mocks it to you. Like there's no team that has a number. You know, I used to say with with the gladiators, I was like, I fear no man. You know what I'm saying? They bleed like we bleed. You know, right. so so there was no team that I thought had the edge over us. Mm-hmm. I knew there was teams that it was going to be a battle. But there's one thing I always told my teammates, I was like, "Look, you might be more athletically gifted or whatever than me, but there is nobody that's going to outwork me. You're going to have to outwork me to beat me, because it's going to be a fight all 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you just you just you can't really have that in your mind like, oh, this team, this team is going to beat us probably, you know, because then you're already beat. Yeah. If you're already yeah. thinking in defeat, then you're yes. most likely going to end up in defeat. So you can't have that mindset of, oh man, they, they got our number. They just, they just always win. They always beat us. Why even show up? Because then those questions start coming and that starts spreading through the locker room. And you don't need that. So
4: Yeah, and it seems like the, a, a lot of the players on Toronto, especially the stars, the ones that have been through this, they feel that way. So in the locker room, like talk about that. How, how would players who don't feel that way react to seeing your leaders basically qu- quitting, for, for lack of a better word?
3: That, that one, it, it really depends on the, the atmosphere and relationship of the guys because I would say you, you call that person out. You say, hey, you're the leader of this team. You know, you're, you're the guy that we put so much responsibility on to get us in positions to win, and we're going to follow your lead. So if you're sitting here down and out acting like this team is better than us, what do you expect us to do? So uh, if I was a guy looking at one of the leaders on my team, say if I was a young guy looking at uh, an older guy who was a leader, you know, I'm like, yo. Get this dude off the court. Let me <laughs> let me go. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't care who they are. I'm out there. So you you got guys like that who are just like, well, tell them to move. I'll handle it. Or you got guys that'll come to them, maybe pull them to the side, and say, hey, look, this team looks up to you. Uh, you 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 got to present yourself in a better way. You got to be the leader that this team and organization wants you to be. Right. So, it, it, it's different kind of ways. So,
4: now I was attempting to. I'm gonna give some inside baseball here. I was attempting to toss it to the leader of the show, and he was busy doing some other stuff. Look, so. man,
3: get him out the way. I'll go. <laughs> Look, I'll lead i need this thing to new heights. <laughs>
0: Eric, you're the leader that we need this team to be. <laughs> I'll play. That's <laughs> <Thank
4: you. laughs> Perfect timing.
0: So, speaking of players
2: refusing to do things, you know, Rodney Hood for the Cleveland Cavaliers, yeah. since we're talking about him, I think it was about 7 minutes and 38 seconds left in game four, not game seven, um, <laughs> uh, in which they were going to sub Rodney Hood in to get LeBron out of the game, and he refused to go in and play Um, in garbage time, as they call it. And, you know, given what you were saying, like, how do you look at that, CJ? Like, if you're looking at, you know, even though you guys got a win, you know, so to speak, in the bag, and you see one of your fellow teammates refusing to go in the game how does that make you feel like what thoughts go through your mind like what 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 would be your first reaction to that
3: that's selfish uh that's that's not a team oriented guy to do that and and i'm not saying that he's not he might have just been in the moment right just in his feelings in his feelings or something like that so but as as a former professional athlete whatever you may call it (laughs) um I'd be like, yo, that's kind of high school, middle school stuff, like to refuse to go in as juvenile. Right. You know, that you you don't do that. As a professional, multi-million dollar player, probably, mm-hmm. I would assume. Oh, yeah, no doubt. You know, you, if the coach say, hey, you got seven minutes left, go in the game, get LeBron out. You get up and you go in the game. Mm-hmm. That's You're being paid to be a professional athlete. Go out there and be professional. Don't let your emotions show like that mm-hmm. in a negative way.
4: Yeah. yeah, and I would think that since he has not been playing well, you would want to get playing time just so you can see the ball. And to get back in your groove.
3: Right. And let, me, and let me say this too, man. If I'm one of the guys that are on the bench in, in the warm-ups who don't get a chance to play, who don't get a chance to get in the game, like a practice squad player or something like that, mm-hmm. and a guy gets an opportunity like that and just sits there and goes, nah, I ain't doing it. Nah, I'm good. Yo, I'm I'm losing my mind. Because right. there are guys who would literally – I don't want to say literally, but he will do anything to to get in that situation, to get into the game and play, and you got a guy just kind of breezing it off like it's nothing, that's not that's not cool. Not I don't know the whole story. You know, I don't know all the facts, but if if that's true, that he was just like, nah, I'm good, I ain't going in. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. You gotta be professional.
4: Right. And you know that some of the team some of his teammates were pissed about it, or we wouldn't know about it.
3: I would be pissed off about it too. I, exactly. I'm telling you, those guys that don't get a chance to play are probably like, nah. Forget that. Get him out. Put me in. I'll go in. If it's seven minutes, six minutes, two and a half minutes, 58 seconds, I don't care. Just get me in the game. Well, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris.
4: Oh, I'm I was going to
0: say, the, at that point in time, the pressure was off because they were up by, what, 30 points or <laughs> right. something it like was that. over, right. So that is your time to play. That is your time to shine. There's no pressure. Just get in there. Do your thing. Make your shots. Make some buckets. Get some points for your name, get some get some minutes playing. Get I mean in the stat book. Get in there. <laughs> that is your time. I mean, he's not necessarily a rookie because he came from the Jazz, yeah, right? This you know. is South his Jazz.
3: fourth year.
4: So okay, but, he's been around. So be but he's, right. Sure,
0: but he's new to this bench, so get in there and I exactly. mean make a name for yourself. Make Which people- he hasn't been doing. Right, and that's the problem. So right? either he doesn't want to be here, or he's got something going on. Because
3: well, he's a little bit of a diva sometimes. See, you can't. Uh, How
4: are you going to be a diva
2: on LeBron's, LeBron's bench? Can't, exactly,
3: <laughs> that's like, not what? part of Bron's plan.
2: <laughs> not Bron's
3: plan. I like <laughs> that was smooth. We're going to use that. We're going to use that
1: instrumental in this show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that, man. You you got you. In all seriousness, you got to be a professional. That's one thing that I learned from the the guys in front of me. Don't let your emotions show in a negative way. If mm-hmm. it's all good, when it's positive and you're passionate, but if you do stuff like that, you're being viewed now as selfish, not a team guy, and you don't want that on your name. Plus, like I said, you got guys hungry for your spot, right? To come in and play. So, you know, be be humble, be gracious for where you are, and get
0: in a- the game. And be Act a pro. like you've been there before. Absolutely.
3: And you would think like.
4: I mean, every, every player has bad games, right, no matter what sport. But, exactly. you would, but you would think, like, okay, in football, the next play is my play, right? It's, like, it's you, you have chance. to have that mentality exactly. that, all right, I may not have been playing very well up to this point, but now this is my shot. I got it this time.
3: They, they would always tell us, snap and clear. If you throw a bad pass, if you miss your block, if you drop the ball, snap and clear. It's done now. You can't get that one back. You can get the next one.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: snap and clear. Move on.
2: Well, and what surprises me, though, is regardless of any excuse that was given, regardless of how apologetic he was or whatever the case may be, I don't understand how the team doesn't fine or suspend him. Like, it's being reported that there's not going to be any type of repercussions. Like, it just, you got other teammates that are angry about it or upset, whatever, and yet you're just kind of just brushing it off like nothing happened.
4: Well, they're not doing anything about it now. There's a, there's a whole off season to come. Yeah, he may not true. be here.
3: You got you got to know that that is. So what you're just talking about right now is public. Mm-hmm. Once they go to the locker room side of things, they handle that stuff in house. Right. You know, you might not hear about a suspension or anything like that, but you might not see him get any playing time going forward. Right. Or something like that. You know, he there will be some sort of price to pay for. You the know, not act- going in. Yeah, the way you acted. So you never know.
2: All right. Well, with that being said, we got to take a break here on Necessary Roughness. We'll be back here soon. Well, we got to take a break here on Necessary Roughness. But make sure you stay tuned. We have a special interview in the next. What was that? <laughs> I you want me to Just
3: keep
4: going. Yeah, just keep going.
2: We got to take a break here on Necessary Roughness, but make sure you stay tuned because we have a very special interview in the next segment, courtesy of Christy Maggard. We'll be back soon.
4: This is Darvio or the Kingpin Morrow. I want you to check out my new song, Unconditional, featuring Dan Smith. People, I, not admit it. I know that I'm a harshest critic. I'm just trying to deal with it. I take it back because this ain't complicated. Yo, it's simple. We are looking for something no, that's unconditional. My and now all I is love get unconditional now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal and all other major digital outlets from FCB Records
2: Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. This is Eric E. Will Williams alongside Christy Maggard. Hey, hey. And from FarmersOnly.com, we have CJ Cobb. <laughs> you don't
0: have to be lonely
3: at <laughs> FarmersOnly.com. Do we
0: have to do that every segment? might <laughs> have to. It's
3: called branding, Christy. Well, we're going
0: to start paying going. us if <laughs> that's the case. Well, so if I, if I put it out there, they will. Well,
2: I oh, bet geez. they will um, And we have Darvio the Kingpin Morrow from the Outlaws Radio Show So now we have a uh, special interview today Um, This happens to be a friend of Christy's, so I'm going to go ahead and toss it over to her, let her do the introductions, and get this started. Christy.
0: Yeah, so a long, long time ago, in a land far, far away, I used to be a lifeguard and swim coach, and um, one of the little swimmers that um, I coached, uh, and I lifeguarded with his older sister, who I'm currently friends with on Facebook, she actually just shared a story about her little brother that I didn't know happened, but again, this is long time ago Um, and uh, we've got Brett on the phone and so um, welcome Brett how are you good how are you good I'm good so your sister shared an article from um, Michigan Medicine um, about an incident that happened to you while you were playing lacrosse in high school correct yeah okay go ahead and tell us a little bit about that day you were 15 years old playing lacrosse in high school and what happened
1: yeah, so it was actually uh, Super Bowl Sunday, um, and it was indoor lacrosse. So it was before the season even started. Um, we had uh, a game at the local indoor center by my house. So um, I mean, it was just a normal game, just like every other day. And uh, it just kind of luck of the draw. Um, when I was playing defense on one of the plays, uh, just the position I happened to be in, when uh, the offensive player swung um, through to shoot the ball, it just kind of just so happened to be in the way of the ball and the stick. Um, so when it hit me, I just kind of I mean, I, I didn't really feel like anything really bad happened at first. It just more so like knocks the wind out of me. And then, uh, so I like fell to the ground. I went over to the bench and like my coach came over, asked me if I was okay, he gave me some water. And everything seemed fine for about like fifteen minutes, and then that's when they started to notice that uh, something had happened.
0: And so, where did you get hit exactly?
1: Uh, so it was in the in my neck, like right in the left side. Uh, if you can imagine someone wearing like a lacrosse helmet, it was just like just below where the front of the helmet um, sits. He hit, like, right there on my neck. Yeah, that on is... On the left side.
0: The odds of that happening have to be pretty slim, because that's not a really big gap there between the bottom of the helmet and your, like, your, say, your yeah. shoulder.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, um, wh- when they no- when you said that they noticed that something was happening, what, what were they noticing? What, w- what was happening?
1: Um, so the, I think it was the manager of the facility had came over, he kind of asked me if I was okay, like, right after it happened, Mm -hmm. um, they brought over, like, some ice, and I said, like, everything was fine, I didn't think we needed to, like, call an ambulance or anything, and then he came over, like, 15 minutes later, just to kind of check on me again, ask how I was doing, and when he, like, asked me how I was doing, how I felt, I couldn't respond, like, I couldn't talk, I couldn't move, um, like, my hand, um, so he just, like... He noticed something happened, so they ended up calling. That's when they called the ambulance.
0: Yikes. And they took you to the hospital, and they ran some tests, and they were able to determine that you actually suffered a stroke,
1: right? Yeah, so the first hospital they took me to um, couldn't, like, the testing that they did, they couldn't determine, so they transferred me to a different hospital. And then I think it was the next morning, Um, I woke up and that's when they kind of told me and my parents what exactly had happened.
0: What was Um, your, what was your first thought when doctors told you that you had a stroke?
1: Um, I mean, I was pretty freaked out. I I mean, at that point, uh, like I was really, uh, lacrosse was like super important to me. I just, it was a big part of my life. So I was super upset about that. Um, and I mean, I was super young, so I also didn't really understand, like what was going on, like how serious everything actually was. Um, so it was kind of, it was a little confusing for me because, like, I didn't understand how, like, what happened to make could lead to that. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So it was interesting.
0: Very interesting. And then this, your story doesn't even end there, right? You went, you went home, and they told you take it easy, take some aspirin, um, and that kind of thing. And then you actually suffered another stroke when you were at home. And that's when you ultimately ended up at at Michigan Medicine. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So I was at Toledo for about a week. Um, They monitored me. They put me on blood centers. And then after about a week, they thought I was in pretty stable condition. So they sent me home. Um, They kept me on blood centers and the aspirin and a couple other medications. And then it was actually the morning after I got sent home. I was, uh, I think I had like just gotten up. I was sitting down doing some homework that I had missed from the time being in the hospital um, you're a and good then student. I, uh-huh. I ended up having another stroke, and thats they took me to the hospital and then isolated me to uh Michigan.
0: Oh my gosh, and so while you were there there the specialists there were able to determine what was going on, and it was a carotid artery dissection. Is that the correct pronunciation? Yeah. Oh. Okay. And so, um, and that happened, my understanding is that happened when you got hit in the neck, it, it damaged your carotid artery and, um, that it created kind of a bubble in there and that was restricting the blood flow, flow to your brain causing the strokes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so when the doctors went to put a stint in, they realized they couldn't and they ended up cauterizing it.
1: Yeah, so um, I think when they went to put the stent in there, I think there were a couple of reasons that they weren't able to do it. Um, I think one of them was mainly because they didn't realize, like, the size of the injury, like how large the hole that went yeah. to the bubble actually was. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, since I was still... Like, I think most of the time they see strokes in older people. So since I was so young Young, and I still had, like, such a hard, uh, my blood was pumping so strong, it was harder to set the stent um, when they were doing the surgery. So, yeah, they had to, I ended up, like, cutting off the blood flow to the blown-up section. Um, So, yeah, they cauterized that. And then I stayed at the hospital uh, there for a little bit longer.
0: Oh my gosh, man! That is that is crazy to happen to a fifteen-year-old. That is just nuts. Like you go in, you're 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 just doing your thing, you're playing your sport, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I just had two strokes. Yeah. Um, what mm-hmm. was what was your recovery like after after your second hospitalization?
1: Um. So I mean, it was really. I mean, it was a pretty simple recovery. I would say there was nothing like. Really crazy, I needed to do like with some other injuries. You know, you have to like, um, do uh, just like if you break your leg or something, you might have to go and like exercise and whatever. There wasn't really much I had to do, it was just kind of rest and really let the medicine work and yeah. don't overwork yourself. Um, and especially don't, uh, get hurt again or like hit in the mm-hmm. head or anything like that. Yeah, I agree. um. So, I mean, it really wasn't the worst. I had a pretty simple, normal life while I was recovering, but, like, I just kind of tried to stay out of, like, rough situations, didn't, like, go to, I couldn't go to gym class anymore, stuff like that. So, I mean, there were some restrictions, but it wasn't a a terrible recovery.
2: Good. So, I know earlier you had said that, you know, lacrosse was something that was, like, really important to you. So... What was that like for you to be able to uh, get back out on the field as an assistant coach through the remainder of your high school years?
1: Um, it was really nice to just be able to continue to stay involved with the team because most of the kids that were on the team I had known from before, uh, we went to school together already. Um, so it was just nice to be able to stay connected and do something that I already did with my friends and that I had, was already really into. Um and I also loved the coach we had then, so it was nice to be able to stick with my team and enjoy the the time, even though I couldn't play. It uh, kind of gave me the same feeling.
0: Yeah, did you ever think or, like, contemplate doing sport again, like maybe doing, um, um, oh, I just lost the word, like extracurricular sports in, in college or anything like that?
1: Yeah, I've thought about it, and... Uh, looked up a few times, like, if they have, like, leagues for lacrosse or other sports for older people. Um, (laughs) You are so
0: young. That's funny hearing you say that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, I mean, it's just, it's kind of just something I think about, but I'm not sure if it's ever something I'll actually do. Um, uh, I think I got really lucky one time, and uh, I would like to not to deal with that again, so... I mean, I do love playing sports, and I still do play some sports, you know, just with my friends and stuff like that. But I try to stay away from the the rougher sports.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely don't blame you. Well, that is all the time that we have, but I really appreciate you being on with us, Brett. Thanks so much for sharing your story.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me.
2: Thanks again, uh, Mr. Brett Flowers, for coming on Necessary Roughness. We'll be back here shortly. This is Jessica Lavish with The Outlaws. We know that racism still exists in our country, but what about slavery? Human trafficking, a form of modern-day slavery, is where people profit from the control and exploitation of others by means of force fraud and corrosion tragically no country community or individual is immune from the vast injustice human trafficking is driven by demand instead of contributing to the problem we can be part of the solution if we eliminate the demand we eliminate human trafficking for more information follow hashtag demand no more Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. And once again, don't forget to download the new FCBradio.com app from your Play Store on your Androids and your App Store on your iPhones. Completely free. Check out all the shows on FCB Radio Network. Yes, sir. The Outlaws Radio Show, the Jeff Brown Show, Views from the 216, the Todd Allen Show, Necessary Roughness, everything. And you got the Vibe in Uptown 80s and 90s hip hop And R&B yeah.
4: wow.
1: We got everything
2: oh, you like network. Network.
4: Network. I love that Like like CJ That's smooth That's smooth, the that's smooth. Feel good,
2: Once again vibe. Thank <laughs> you to Brett Flowers For coming on the show And doing an interview with us That was an interesting story to yes. hear Yeah absolutely yeah, i to that guy Glad man. to hear that you're doing well
4: Yeah I can imagine CJ I know we were talking uh, During the break that's a tough thing to have to deal with, like with, yeah. with injuries, just kind of derailing what you wanted to do.
3: Exactly, just losing something that you've kind of identified yourself with, and I, and I'm kind of speaking from my own you know perspective here too. Is when you play a sport for so long and it's something that you're passionate about and you love it, and you lose it like that, uh, it it kind of takes away like who you are. It's like, well, who who am I if I don't have this sport? You know, I always identify myself as CJ Cobb. Uh, Cincinnati Bearcat when I was in college, number seventy or mm-hmm. Cleveland Gladiator number seventy one. That that just came along with the name, mm-hmm. you know, for Brett it's Brett Flowers, uh, lacrosse, you know, right. such and such. So, you know, it, it's hard, especially when you know you want to be out there with your teammates and that's like your family, and you have to sit out now. It, it it's tough. So my my heart definitely goes out for him with his situation. I know I know what he's feeling. Uh, as far as missing out on sports, now what he went through is a whole other level of injury. Right, you know that's something I can't attest to. I, right. You know, I had the kind of basic, I guess it's basic knee injury, <laughs> ankle, an- yeah. an- ankle injury, but this guy had like strokes. So yeah, serious, serious stuff, man. So a- yeah. hey, shout out to all athletes out there putting their bodies and their and their health on the line. You know, because at any moment something like that can happen. So you just be thankful. And be, be humble what mm-hmm. you do out there. So.
4: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, e, your high school uh, football playing days got derailed by injury too, didn't
2: it? Yeah, highly sprained ankle from my knee down that never fully healed properly.
4: Yeah, and I wrestled in high school and had to leave the team because I got hurt twice. So, And you got hurt too, didn't you?
0: Oh, I got hurt a ton of times, but I just swam through it. That's the good thing about swimming is you just pretend like it didn't happen. Just keep swimming. Tough. Just keep (laughs) swimming. Yeah, I had so many sprained ankles when I was in college that by the time I had one of the trainers as my professor for a class, um, we got to the practicum about um, crutches. And she's like, Christy, you know what you're doing. Just go. How do you sprain your ankle
3: with swimming?
0: Well, (laughs) it wasn't always with swimming.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was a
4: great question. Like, I was really... like fascinated to hear the answer. Once
0: to that. <laughs> was after mud volleyball, I was running into a pond and it popped. So that was pretty nasty. One Ooh. I just missed a step coming out of my dorm. Like not it was in my dorm. I was just going to class and I missed a step and rolled it. And then the last time um, it was during dry land. Swimmers don't always swim to work out. We lift weights. We do dry land what we call mm-hmm. dry land workouts. And I went to get a medicine ball and I was like on a like a hill. And just roll. I have really weak ankles, so they roll all the time.
4: I'm glad you Can didn't play I just basketball? say though, right?
0: <laughs> the
2: mud volleyball—is
0: that what you said? Yeah, that's some straight WPS. <laughs> oh but it's so fun I mean like fine I don't care I will I own it. that I will own I got, that one I
3: got what it means I, I had to take
0: for a second. white people stuff <laughs>
3: great yeah the radio intent. version is stuff see see the intense stuff? thought I had though I had to look up I to really the heavens like,
0: <laughs> 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 what kind of land did I walk so into so
4: mud volleyball I mean volleyball is a really fun, fun sport to play but like mud volleyball like you just play it's, it in like, the mud
0: extra additional fun yeah it's just a lot of fun it's w- fun sounds
3: dirty <laughs> yep. Ooh,
0: on that note, we're going to send it over to Christy
2: again. The superstar of the show. With the weak ankles. <laughs> With the weak ankles. Super weak. <laughs> but you know what's not weak is her rundown. Let's get it. Ooh, thank you for smooth.
3: that.
0: Very smooth. That's the,
3: that's the team leader we need. Yeah. <laughs> Took him the there whole show, is.
0: but he showed up. He got <laughs> it. i saw sparks here and there. Right in the fourth quarter.
1: Perfect timing.
0: <laughs> Two-time Olympic taekwondo champion Stephen Lopez has been suspended while the U.S. Center for Safe Sport uh, investigate sexual misconduct allegations. The suspension wow. uh, follows a lawsuit filed by four women against the U.S. Olympic Committee committee, uh, f- with um, sex trafficking allegations. So Whoa. basically what they said, that they knew that the, the, these women are accusing the U.S. Uh, Olympic Committee of saying that they were aware that Steven Lopez and his brother were sexual predators, but they were still allowing women, they were still sending women um, out to them, well, and awesome. I guess that I
4: guess that would be considered a form of sex trafficking. Yeah, wow. yeah,
0: yep. Um, the Saints' running back Mark Ingram has been suspended four games for use of performance enhancing drugs. Ingram wow. will be eligible mm-hmm. to participate in all of off season practices and preseason games. So I bet
2: you for all the fantasy football players going out there, Alvin Kamara will be one of the first
0: running backs taken.
2: Oh,
3: he's <laughs> going to be that anyway.
2: I mean. You got Le'Veon Bell. You got yeah, yeah.
3: You know I mean, but I I look when it comes to fantasy. I look at the the stuff that people don't see. Like, okay, I know Alvin Kamara's going to get some some good PT. He's going to get his points. He's reliable. He can catch. And now with this.
2: Oh, CJ is yeah. going to be in our fantasy football league this year. Oh yeah, he's probably yeah. going to kick all of Down our night. butts. Yeah. Hey,
4: real quick, I just want to ask you because I saw your reaction when she first read that story. For players who don't take performance enhancing drugs, how much does it piss you off when you find out that somebody was cheating like that?
3: Uh, I mean, it, it it makes you mad, but at the same time, I'm I'm pretty even even killed and, and level-headed enough to think, okay. A lot of a lot of professional athletes out there are taking all kinds of supplements to try and stay at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't know what they're taking. Mm-hmm. You just, That's true. Too. You just yeah. go to a GNC or wherever, and you'd be like, I need some. I need a fat burner. Here's a fat burner right here. It has this? Is that? The, that and the third. They don't care as long as it burns the fat. They're gonna take it, and then they do a drug test, and boom, it comes out. Oh, it's actually on the banned list. Most players should would ask, you know, their trainers to check it out and make sure it's good. But in the off season. Sometimes you, you're just trying to
1: mm-hmm.
0: do what you can what you to can get, can that, to edge, get yeah. that edge. So well, and you, that, and
2: there's why, that's why there's that caveat, like they, the NFL says that, you know, they, you can't use the excuse of, oh, I didn't know it was a banned substance. It's you're responsible for what you put in your body.
0: Right. It is. It's just kind of like one of those inadvertent things. Like you said, they just get so hypervigilant to do what they can to do be where they need to be or want to be or whatever, that they're not realizing that it's... And, and when you go to, like, a GNC, you anticipate all of that stuff to be, like, exactly. okay and acceptable. And mm-hmm. so you just kind of go in with a, um, a naivete, I guess. Um, back to football real quick. Former Browns quarterback Johnny Football Manziel has been hospitalized for a, quote-unquote, reaction to an increased dose of lithium, which he Ooh. takes for his bipolar disorder. Isn't that in
3: batteries? Yeah, like,
0: lithium-ion batteries is I think what diff- you're thinking like, of. I
3: don't know the difference. I'm not a doctor,
0: Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't explain the difference. to You'd i have to look that up. Um, mm-hmm. but and we don't have time for that.
4: So it, <laughs> and but I,
0: I don't care about Johnny Menzo it, It's b- that well, was
4: blasphemous. That, this is serious.
0: He, he is. He is by all accounts okay. So, well, that's good. That is a
3: good
2: thing.
0: That's That's all we needed to know. Right. Um, In the good news, though, Mr. Smile, my guy, Frankie, uh, was named the AL Player of the Week. So, congratulations, Lindor. I was going to say, for those of you that don't know, she's <laughs> just saying Frankie over there. Like Francisco Lindor for, for uh, the
2: Cleveland
3: Indians. Well, if you don't
0: know Frankie, then just get out of here. Lindor no, like the kidding. chocolate? <laughs> I think it is spelled the same. I like just,
3: him already. But
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He is,
2: I'm going to have to call her husband and make sure he knows is, about Frankie. he
0: knows. <laughs> oh, <Leo's. laughs> and well, it's, not, it's not on that. He's just really cute, like a kid. Like, I want to put him in my bag and take him home and adopt him. All no, right? <laughs> well, as an adult. That's fine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that makes all the difference.
0: Um. Anyway. Um. So here's another bit of good news. Becky Hammond, who is one of the assistant coaches for the San Antonio Spurs, is up for um the um head coaching position with the Milwaukee Bucks. Um. For those of you who don't know, um. Just a little bit of background on Becky. She's a 16 year sixteen-year veteran of the WNBA. know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. One slip. I was about to say, they can't just let you mistake. And I caught it right away and corrected myself. But anyhow, 16-year WNBA player, um, and she made history as the first full-time female assistant coach uh, when she went to work for POP uh, since 2014. She also has a history in the Olympics, so she's got a lot of experience under her belt. She has uh, recommendations for the job from uh, Popovich himself, and LeBron James also um, just kind of... Gave her a little bit of a nod when he said, um, I mean, listen, this is a quote. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, basketball, it's not about male or female. If you know the game, you know the game. And Becky Hammond certainly is experienced enough, and with her last four years with the Spurs, has been turning heads. But we all know that, well, not we all, <laughs> I know that there can still be a lot of sexist bias towards people. So I really appreciate this quote that she said, quote, My motives shouldn't be to change people's minds my job is to be the best that i can be and if that changes your mind then great but if i can't uh but i can't be consumed with how you feel about me and that's just fantastic that's a great mindset and good luck to you um i understand that she's a serious contender but there are several other names on the list for that job so we'll see what happens with that um, and, uh, to kind of piggyback off of that, the higher, the Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets are hiring Spurs assistant coach, James, uh, Berigo, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. So congratulations to him. Um, pop is certainly, uh, this isn't the first time that he's sent off a lot of assistant coaches. Um, there are several others that have done very well under him as well.
3: So. Yeah. They have a very good system over there. That's yeah. kind of like the, uh. How was with yeah, the – was it the Patriots? Don't, don't, don't. No?
2: <laughs> I knew where you were going. Don't.
3: No, before nope. before Belichick was with the Patriots, when he was with the Browns, it was, was, it the, he Browns was with the Browns staff. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. they sent out – they had a whole bunch of head coaches and stuff. So, yeah, it's pedigree there. That's all I was going to say, mm-hmm. man.
4: It's a painful thing for Cleveland fans because... Oh. To be
0: reminded of. Yeah. Oh, and oh. I just hate the Patriots. I don't yeah, like Belichick. Well, I, there's that
3: too. To all you Clevelanders out there, I apologize. <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't mean to offend.
2: It's
0: all right. It's all good. Um, but you did send me this story. Um, the AFFL, which is the American Flag Football League, will host a U.S. Open of football with over $2 million in game prizes. There will be a 1,024-team tournament that will pit average Joes against one of four pro teams. Former pros like Chad Ochocinco-Johnson, Marshall Falk, Michael Vick, and Terrell Owens um, are to be featured in this kind of, like, American Idol of football. Type, type deal. Yeah. And
4: they have, a, they have a television deal. They have them.
3: a television deal now, with the NFL Network. They're yeah. going to they're gonna broadcast 11 games. So
2: now, when you say break. an average Joe, does that mean anybody can try out? Yeah, they're, they're
0: just, like just regular people that, that there's a
3: there's like uh, a lot of flag football leagues,
0: leagues around the yes. country
3: so i
4: guess and these the, are
0: the best exactly. teams from those leagues oh. but and they're not they're not professionals well
4: students. and to be honest they're, they're gonna get smashed because even like you have professionals here if you if you played at a professional level in any sport that means you're one of the best right mm-hmm. so even if you're not good enough anymore to play at an NFL level, you're still better than most people at the sport. So those, a lot of those teams are gonna get they're gonna get destroyed. So well, you don't got a chance.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> it's <laughs> also it's also tournament play. So I think that <laughs> they're gonna eliminate each other mostly before they get to the pro team. But also I would like to point out that my brothers played in an indoor flag football league. Oh really I don't know that they're gonna get that annihilated. These guys in just really? small town suburbia Oh, they go all out. It is not flag football. It is I was about to say full it's... on football without pads. Like crazy. I'm like what's happening. It almost right sounds now? like you're talking
2: about rugby. You're right.
0: It it's kinda I mean they got the flag there, but it's useless. Like I don't even know why it's there. I mean and these guys these guys are athletic. They're fast, they're quick, they're strong. It's it's pretty good. Pretty good time to watch. I played a little flag football in my day. Did you?
3: Yeah, getting ready. It's actually a good way to get ready for the season coming up, you know, because mm-hmm. you're yeah. not going to get tackled like you would in regular football, but it's still physical enough where you can, you know, take some bumps. And then it's great conditioning. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, For I, sure. I used to come out flag football and just run a bomb, like just just take off. You know, of course, I was done for the next five, six plays. <laughs> after, that, you know, after that, it was all outs. Five-yard outs. <laughs> Hit me real quick.
4: <laughs> so, Art, like, the in flag football, the way that they do it, is it, you know, players playing both offense and defense? Like, is that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so. That's from what I remember. I mean, I watched my rulers play, like, one one game. But there was, there was a lot of blood coming off. <laughs> so, it oui. was. Yeah, they were flipping and flying all over the place. I'm like, what? Isn't this supposed to be like (laughs) non-contact? I don't know what's All happening contact. Well, yeah. Speaking of no contact I'm
2: actually going to mm-hmm. throw something in on your rundown Yeah. Um, at the time of the taping of the show It has broken that uh, Mariner, Seattle Mariner starting picture, pitcher James Paxton Tosses the team's first no-hitter Since 2015 In a 5-0 win over the Blue Jays
4: Congratulations, Congratulations. Right. So The Blue Jays
2: couldn't get any contact Big news right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Nice Very good We got anything else? No, no, I'm done. No, why is everybody looking at me?
2: Because it's Cause your it's short segment. Oh no, no, that was it. <laughs> Apparently, that's ending the the rundown. <laughs> it's been a great show today. So we will see you at the same time, same place next week, with or without farmers only. CJ. No, oh
3: no, I will be here. All right. Don't you just try and kick me out because you're jealous because your profile ain't getting hit. <laughs> I don't have a farmers only. Stop trying to pull me down, brother. <laughs> Pull me oh, up geez, All right, so we, we out peace <laughs> The FCB Radio network first class broadcasting worldwide.